Crystal Clear, the host of More Morgulons, the show that keeps digging for answers so you don't have to. Put the tweezers down. And I understand how hard it is. I truly do. It can feel very powerless when it comes to the picking. Don't get it twisted. The sores aren't caused by picking. The sores cause us to pick. But when it comes to picking your face or your sores on your body, when you have Morgulons, don't do it. It is so tempting and tantalizing to just be like, fuck these things. I am pulling it out because it's hanging out of a fucking wound and it's weird, but it will only make it worse. Powerful people impress and intimidate by saying less. The more you say, the more likely you are to say that's That's foolish. I just followed that one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at me, I published 250 episodes of me sounding like a fucking crazy lady. Court attention at all costs. Everything is judged by its appearance. What is unseen counts for nothing. Never let yourself get lost in the crowd then or be buried in oblivion. Stand out. Be conspicuous at all costs. Make yourself a magnet of attention by appearing larger, more colorful, more mysterious than the bland and timid masses. Mm-hmm. Wins for your actions. Never through an argument. That's a good one. Yeah, that also makes sense. I, I mean, I, yeah, you kind of wish that other people Mm, get law 10 infection avoid the unhappy and unlucky you can die from someone else's misery emotional states are as infectious as diseases you may feel you were helping the drowning man but you were only precipitating your own disaster the unfortunate sometimes draw misfortune on themselves they will also draw it on you associate with the happy and fortunate well i guess it's too late for that hello lonely masses so these are a few of the laws of power in the book 48 Laws of Power by, I think his name is Robert Greene. Because Um, being a morgie is so much about fighting the feeling of being powerless, which is really tempting, but it's not justified. It's not justified. The 48 Laws of Power is about social power, um, which can be important in the fight against morgulons. That's one of the reasons why I am speaking out, doing this podcast, and doing it, and doing it, and doing it. I would get a life, but I have one that's a little more. But let's talk about personal power because personal power comes from one thing and one thing only, and that is taking responsibility for what you in your life have the authority and duty to be responsible for. And that is, of course, your thoughts, your deeds, your words, and your feelings. No, of course, you can't control every emotion and thought, but nor should you try. Just accept it. Move on. Have a laugh. Whenever you can, make a friend. Reach out. Go outside. Look at them fall leaves for those of y'all who live around the fall colors. If not, go look at a beautiful cactus. Take a bubble bath that has nothing to do with morgulons. No bleach, no borax. Sing along. Dance along. Put your left foot in. Put your left foot out. Y'all, this is what I'm talking about. We gotta take responsibility 
for our quality of life to the extent that we can. We got to roll with the punches, play the best hand with the cards we get dealt, even if it means bluffing. And it's okay to fail. It's a practice, not a promise or a performance. But thank you for joining me for my performance. You know where to go when you need an expose. Because I always be exposeing my ass on here. Okay, stay tuned. We're going to have a great episode. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today I want to share with you a post from a website called Bobby D, the author who I have a lot of admiration for and who I have not yet met, though I hope to someday. She posted this in April the 26th, 2021. Morgulon's research shows parasites infesting wood in your home, part one. This was updated July 23rd. I know I've been slow to post the evidence I've collected that sources the cause of Morgulon's skin infestation. As I have stated before, I've struggled to get the website up and running and have faced several complications. However, after I googled the most recent information regarding Morgulon's last week, I was ashamed of myself for not posting more frequently. There's so much conflicting information that is causing confusion because I don't want to mislead anyone. I have waited until I had enough proof to support my theory. I don't want to be another website guessing or misleading anyone about this horrible disease. I will lay out the path I have traveled the last decade with Morgulons, and I will also share all the evidence I have accumulated. I am not a doctor or scientist, but I have been staring at this stuff under magnification for about 10 years. I have kept the fibers at the forefront of my research and have taken a common sense approach. I have let probability be my guide. I want to find a cure for this horrible skin infestation, just like you. But how do we truly cure a disease if we don't know what is causing it? Well, Bobby, I think that there are some instances where treatments, if not cures, are discovered for diseases that are not understood. For instance, lupus, um, MS, really any autoimmune disorder. Um, but yeah, I hear you. It'd be nice to know what the fuck these things are. As I explained in a previous post, after I moved into a rental home, I immediately caught Morgulons. So did my pets and another member of my family that I promised privacy. I thought it was lice at first, but I quickly figured out that, that was not the case. In hindsight, I understand why this home became infested. I've explained Morgulons infest wood, wood products, and a lot more. I don't know if that's the beginning stage or just one of the cycles. This home was transported from an old logging camp in a nearby town. It was placed on a foundation and remodeled into a nice home. However, for many years, it resided in a logging camp in the middle of a large forest. Once it was relocated, the original wood floors were kept and refinished. If this wasn't the source of the infestation, then the mouse population in the basement brought it in. Rodents carry the same bacteria that is found in Morgulons and Lyme disease patients. Okay, let me just stop briefly right here for a small point of, I believe, clarification and put this info out there. Um, so scientists say that white-footed mice, which are the primary carriers of the Lyme bacterium Borrelia burgdorferi, are a highly popular host of black-legged ticks, which consequently makes them a key culprit in the spread of Lyme disease. For Lyme disease transmission, essentially the only way people can get infected is through a tick bite. So there's that. And then I just want to add, I thought this was a wood-eating parasite. Now it's a bacterium? And it's the same bacteria that causes Lyme disease? 
I just, you guys, we're gonna delve more into that. A few years later, I discovered all my boxes of tax returns and paperwork were shredded by the mice and covered in poo. I tried to clean them up and kept them in my new garage. This wasn't my brightest moment. I believe this is one way Morgulons transferred from my rental house and infected my current home. I also brought with me a whole truckload of solid wood furniture too. When I treated my residence last fall with diamatis earth, some fell on the ground around the windows outside. A few days later, I noticed white fibers coming up between the concrete pavers. Upon closer inspection, I found a nest between the patio block. The nest looked like the same black clumps I had found under my living room couch. The pile of eggs looked like a clump of mud with hair protruding. See pick. Mortalons is a wood-destroying insect that will infest just about anything organic. However, I have found once it changes forms and becomes mobile, it loves anything porous like grout and concrete to hide, including porous skin and hair follicles. I believe it feeds off the organic matter around it and changes to the color of its food source. That is the reason it's so hard to identify and it's literally right in front of us. Okay, I cannot agree with you more about the ability to change colors and assume the color of the surrounding environment. I don't think it's the food source because as you said yourself, they can infest grout, concrete, and any porous material. Those are inorganic materials. Three years ago, my backyard flash flooded and turned into a pond. It took days to drain, and in the meantime, a set of ducks took residence, not to mention I irrigate my yard from the river. Who knows what is in my grass since this is untreated water. It was fun to watch the ducks, but the saturation of the ground drove much of the insect population, springtails, beetles, ants, centipedes, and millipedes to my home. I set off several bug bombs in my crawl space and sprayed my entire property twice. Due to the flooding, the backside of my home seems to have been affected the most by morgulons. The morgulons bugs... The Morgulons bug had invaded my windowsills, wood steps, hardwood floors, baseboard trim, bathroom, vanity, and furniture. This is on top of what I brought with me for my rental house. I have several pieces of solid wood furniture that show substantial long-term bug damage. To be perfectly clear, the white-black triangular larvae in the picture above are infesting my hardwood floors and furniture. You can see them making up the black clump with the protruding long white fibers in the picture. When I sprayed homeopathic oils for treatment, my wood steps looked like they were growing hairs due to all the exiting fibers. Some of it rose to the surface like large masses of hairballs and were hanging off my mop in stringy clumps. I'd always assumed incorrectly that the constant mess on my floors was caused by my pets. Now I'm obsessed with keeping my floors clean and I monitor everything I find. This keeps me on top of any new infestations and helps me protect my family and pets. I'm so glad that you have found something that makes you feel safe, like you are in control of your destiny. You know, I'm always a little bit skeptical about people's claims that by somehow controlling your environment, you'll be able to control your Morgulans infestation. And the reason why I am skeptical is because when I first got Morgulans, I went nuts and at the time I thought it was scabies and I went on a quote scabication because I stayed in hotels literally changing my hotel room to a brand new clean uninfested room every single day for basically the better part of summer 2020. It was at least a good seven weeks solid of changing rooms every single day, buying new clothes. I mean, just trying to completely eliminate any environmental contagion. And after doing that for almost two months and not seeing a goddamn bit of difference, I just tend to think that it doesn't matter how clean or fresh or new your environment is, your clothes are, 
I don't think that this pathogen ever fully completely gets out of your body. So why would it matter if the environment was clean? Cleaning would only matter if reinfestation was a concern. If you're infested all the time forever, you ain't got to worry about reinfestation. That's one thing you don't have to worry about. When I moved out of the rental, my skin was a mess. My arms, legs, and face were completely covered in lesions. I looked like a drug addict with all my open sores. Do drug addicts have open sores? I mean, I guess if they are needle, IV needle drug users, they could potentially have open sores. But just, I want to put this out here. As a group of people who have been marginalized and stigmatized as morgies, can we like not do that? to other people who may be struggling with substance use or alcohol use disorder. I don't know. It just seems like let's be the change we want to see, right? And I know I'm not I'm not picking on Bobby. She's just made a offhand comment. But I just want to bring that into the conversation. All right. Thanks. I look like a drug addict with all my open sores. Just like many of you, I was accused of being on meth and even had CPS called on me. I'm assuming she means Child Protective Services. I was supposedly manufacturing meth in my bathroom due to the amount of time I spent cleaning and treating my open lesions daily. Whoa, I'm so sorry that CPS was called on you. What kind of idiocy is that? They call it cooking meth because you make it in the kitchen. How could you make meth in a bathroom? Somebody hasn't watched Breaking Bad. My skin was so bad, I would come home after a walk and find blood running down my leg from a draining abscess. Of course, the medical community accused me of picking and creating these sores. I was offered medication for delusional parasitosis. The visit from the CPS lit a fire under me to figure out the cause of my misery. This is a small town, and my children were suffering from my medical problems. I read that most Morgulon's patients have Lyme disease, so I've been tested multiple times. And I don't have it, per the Mayo Clinic. I never had the rash, nor was I bit by a tick. I read all the information about Borrelia spirochetes, a cork-shaped, uh, a corkscrew-shaped bacteria, as it is present in both diseases. But is it, though, girl? Because I don't have Lyme. You don't have Lyme. My friend Justice from Morgulon's Fireside Podcast doesn't have Lyme. My friend Abby from New York doesn't have Lyme. A disease has one or more causes, and everyone who meets the criteria for diagnosis with that disease, which I would posit is having slow or no healing lesions that contain fibers, specks, glitters, and other fucking weird objects. Everyone out there who has those symptoms, they meet the criteria for having Morgulon's disease, since we do agree this is a distinct disease, that means that it must have a distinct cause or causes. And theoretically, whatever that cause was, every person that had the disorder should test positive for exposure to that common pathogen or pathogens. If Borrelia was the causative agent of Morgulons, then every fucking person with Morgulons would have positive tests for Borrelia, and they don't. So that's just a long way of saying, uh-huh, girl, preach it. I'm in the choir. I'm right behind you. I'm with you. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm assuming since the Morgulon's parasite is a woodland bug, it carries the same bacteria as ticks. I have no way to prove this, but it makes logical sense. Remember, several family members were infected at the same time when we moved into an older home with hardwood floors. I got to stop you right here, sort a few things out, and define some terms. 
Are you saying that there's an insect vector for a pathogen that causes morgulons or that there is a parasite as it is traditionally understood to be that causes morgulons or both? Because I can't tell if you're saying that morgulons is a distinct insect vector or if it is a distinct parasite. A parasite is something that doesn't feed off of the dead. Human beings are parasites before we come out of the womb because we get our life-sustaining nutrients by feeding off of the body of a living being. But after we're born, we are not parasites. If we were, y'all, that'd be pretty fucked up. I drink my milkshake. I don't know why that just made me think of that Daniel Day-Lewis movie. There will be blood. Well, maybe that's why I thought of it. But yeah, we and other animals, we feed off the dead, y'all. Life is predatory. Something must die for other things to live. Even the most vegan of all vegans out there, you are still killing to eat. When you pull that carrot out of the ground, it's dead. What's up, dog? That's just the truth. The living feed off of the dead. This is not true with parasites. The parasites are actually kind of a much nicer species. They feed off of the living. They allow their prey to live. We kill our prey forever dead. Whether it be a pet of lettuce or baby back ribs, which sound really good right now. Also, just going on your hardwood floors and your wood furniture and um, log cabin, all that good stuff. The theory, and by the way, I'm not putting these things out there to be like, I'm so much smarter than you. Here's where you suck. No, I actually appreciate all the time and effort you've put into your exploration of your disease and the uh, amazing efforts to get that information out there to let people know they're not alone to share with them what you have found but I'm just putting these challenges out there because like you said you just want to get at the truth so I'm going to put this challenge out there you said earlier that you had seen that the morgulons fibers can grow in anything porous including concrete so if these things can infest wood concrete any organic or inorganic material and I tend to agree with you here girl what can they not infest? It really shouldn't even matter. Brick, all right, well, brick's got pores in it, so they should be able to infect brick. Wood, sure, why not? Fabric, of course. Skin, uh-huh. I see my fucking face today, y'all, I'm pissed. I thought it was gone. Not gone, but I thought I was going into remission. Uh-uh, nope. So basically, I just don't know how important this idea of the wood is because... As you stated, it seems to me and to you that these things can infest any goddamn materials, which is bizarre. That kind of, that's the kind of shit that makes me think like, maybe we are all crazy. But then I'm like, no, <laughs> because again, I keep going back to those fucking glitter hexagons, y'all. They have the same exact appearance. Your glitter hexagons with the clear tubule hair thing coming out the side, mine has a tube. Same goddamn, how the fuck? That's not delusional, that's just weird. That's just weird. Somebody explain that to me. Please, a skeptic or a naysayer or a hater out there, if you're listening to this, 
please email me at moremorgulons at gmail.com and tell me why I'm really crazy. That would be like the best fucking outcome of all this. But I think it's real. Thanks for listening and stay tuned.